On this episode of the Telerotor RC Podcast, Mike gets a little kickback from Karma when he brings a jet to a heli. If you go bean dipping with a jet and you get stuck in the beans and you kill the motor, it's not fun when you walk out there and the whole thing is perfectly fine until you step on it. And then Shaggy gives us some insight on head speed, I think. If it feels good, I would leave it, but don't be afraid to go up higher or lower and try that to see if it feels better. If it doesn't, then just go back to what you feel comfortable with. And what's an episode without Monty going on a rant? He doesn't disappoint in this one. Y'all need to show up. Show up. That's the easiest thing to do. Show up. Apparently it's the hardest thing to please, do. Please, please be show up. And then there's Monty's opinion on my recent visit with the Freefall guys. Uh, In the words of comic book guy, worst episode ever. What? <laughs> now you're starting to hurt. What a shaggy. I hate you guys. Hello and welcome to Telerotor RC. This is episode 34, Not Enough Time. With me I have Michael Shaggy Parker. Please hold for your boomer. Mike DiPaolo. Cream pie? <laughs> Cream puff. Rich Sowers. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> and as always, me, Robert, Monty. Yeah. <laughs> the fool Monty. Boo. <laughs> you guys already started without me, motherfuckers. You dropped we started, just when you we... dropped off. The internet, literally, I just like, everyone went quiet, and then I looked, and it lost service. Oh. You want to well, redo that part, Shaggy? I think it's perfect. <laughs> I think it's perfect. You know what? I don't even give a shit anymore. <laughs> In this episode, uh... You know, we have a topic all planned, but uh, getting friends together um, didn't quite come through, and we're running late into the month of October, and uh, we do have some news to share and, and other things, so we're going to kind of, uh, this will be a mix of what we what we did since last episode and event coverage we've gone to, because we've actually gone to two events so far. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that, I say... We can get into what we've been doing since last episode, but skip the events, which means it ought to be pretty, be pretty quick, quick for most of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty quick and or it'll get covered in some of the other items. Um, uh, I'm going to go first this time. Oh, wait a minute. Whoa. Say that again. I'm Nobody going first. You. you know what? Like I said in the field last night, nice guys don't get anything. So just time to be a dick. Go right ahead. Be a dick. <laughs> Um, no, I, I got a competition coming up at the end of this week in, uh, Florida. Um, so, and I also went over my scores that I did in, at Nats for, for flying an F3C and I've been focusing on the schedule F, um, you know, schedule P is preliminary. That's what you usually do the first four rounds and schedule F is finals. That's what you usually do the last three rounds. And I spent the whole first half of this year practicing schedule P and my schedule F was an absolute, you know, just... It wasn't a train wreck. I didn't smash a heli, but it wasn't pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Your your whole uh, what do you call it? Your whole schedule. Your the idea of that is if I don't crash and it's it's just ugly, it's still competition worthy. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You don't have to be beautiful to get her pregnant, so don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. And here the – never mind. So I've been practicing Schedule F. Um, you know, a friend of mine, Wes, uh, he sent some blades back with uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Ben. Um, so I got a hold of some fun tech blades, which I understand right now ordering is a little over $200 because the shipping from RC Japan is uh, FedEx only. Oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, so with a different set of rotor blades, I actually was doing a little bit of tuning on the Diablo. Um, playing with the phasing again, which actually, Rich, you probably didn't see, but I was out there doing it on a Saturday. So, no, I, I did see you doing a little bit of it, or at least I saw the Diablo up. You saw the Diablo up, and you probably saw me doing a lot of axial rolls during yeah. a couple of flights. Yeah, I didn't. You were on the backfield, right? No, I was on the backfield, but I'm not going to get to that quite yet. I'm oh, going to okay. say right. that's what I that's what I've been doing since last episode. That is not more topic related here. I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Mr. Roboto, do you want to go? Mr. Roboto. Uh, I guess you're talking to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shaggy, you sound um, so sad. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Who's next? You are. Yeah, you are. No, I mean, who's next? <laughs> because I really don't have anything. The only thing I will say is... It's getting colder. I'm getting back into bladesmithing. Built a new forge. Made my first thing in Damascus last night. Uh, and so now that I've tested that I can officially make Damascus, I'm going to start smashing down those um, main shafts that you guys have been giving me and start forge welding those together. Well, that's cool. So, And anything outside of event coverage? Yeah, I'm good. Go, Rich. <laughs> So you didn't you haven't done anything else that Holly related at all? Really? I mean, not that I can think of other than um yeah, no, no. Well vent related, he he uh he got service on his contronic gear and fixed it up. That's true. Well yeah, but I mean that is a, that is part of events. I haven't flown it since. It won't be mad at you. <laughs> it won't. It won't. It'll be happy because it's not being abused. No, I, I, I really just haven't done much flying since the event. Actually, I haven't done any flying since the event. And I'm okay with that. It's it's getting close to the end of the year and just want to focus on some other things. All right, next. Is it Rich's turn? I don't care. I can go. Right before Mowdown, uh, I was on Freefall. They recorded their first of the podcaster series. And um, that was fun. We had a good time. Um, I got quite a bit of feedback from that episode. It was it was kind of cool. Uh, In the words of comic book guy, worst episode ever. What? <laughs> now you're starting to hurt. Now, what is what is Shaggy? I hate you guys. Now there you no. go. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time doing it. I got like I said, I got a lot of feedback from people on it. Uh, it was it was fun. Um, and then of course we had Mowdown, and um, right after Mowdown. Um, I got my contacts and, um, it was a Thursday after Modown. I got home and it was like the heavens opened up. I can see, um, which means I get to fly. And, uh, I went to Goldsboro that next weekend, camped out with Austin and, um, did some night flying, did a bunch of day flying, um, 
started to, you know, start to feel like I was, I could fly again. I could fly away again. I could see the helicopter again. It was exciting. Um, I can't tell you how exciting it was. Yeah, I was, it was, uh, I, cause I caught up with you in the middle of all that, mm-hmm. like right in the beginning. I think I got to you right after you get out to the field. Yeah. I think it, when you, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It um, was, uh, you could hear it in his voice. I could, yeah. I could hear it in your voice. It was like, oh my goodness, he's happy. He's liking these contacts. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, I mean, <laughs> I've told people this, but for me, it was truly life changing. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it was, it was little things like I could see individual leaves on the trees and, you know, phone lines and, you know, things like you don't realize what you can't see until you can <laughs> see it kind of a thing. And, or, you know, you realize you can't see it, but you don't realize how bad you can't see it. Does that make sense? I guess. Um, I don't know. Have, it you was, feel, have you been feeling your way through the bathroom for the last eight oh, months? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the little things. It's the little things that matter. The little things that matter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, it was it was, it's been it's a big deal to me. And yeah. um you know, in being able to fly again cuz that was, you know, I missed all I missed a lot of things, but you don't realize there's certain things you just it's hard to do and flying was one of them. Yeah. And um you know, the guys were commenting about how far I was flying away and they hadn't seen me do that in a long time and I was flying more aggressive and um, they were like, man, we haven't seen you flying like that in a long time. And I was like, because I haven't, because I couldn't see it. And now, yeah, I'm excited to get at it again. You know, I haven't been able to fly a whole lot since then just because of all that's been going on. But, um, yeah, I'm excited. And it's, No, but it's, you still managed to punish the shit out of that Oxy, too. Of course, man. That's all it's for. <laughs> Go upside down, crash a bitch. That's just that. That's all what you do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's, but I could see when I did it and I didn't just hand the radio to somebody else to bring it back because I couldn't see it. I just knew I wasn't going to get it back and crashed it. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's another main gear and a tail boom. Now, actually, that was the fifth or sixth crash in that tail boom. I finally did that one in. It's got to replace. Yeah. It looked kind of usable after you bent it back, though. <laughs> yeah. The fact that it was creased so bad, it was like it had holes in it. Didn't matter, I guess. Um, uh, I don't know if it really does. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was the Goldsboro thing, and then um, of course we got this last. That was just two weeks ago, and then the weekend after that was real rainy. We didn't do anything. Um, I did go out and play with the Oxy Two between raindrops, trying to get the uh, tail to stay in one place uh, or not, or not, not kick out on me. And uh, yeah, that was just a battle of frustration is that the right thing let's just say i didn't get succeed and um then we had of course the phone we're going to talk about in goldsboro we'll talk about that in a few minutes and then i do want to back up just a little bit um to the free fall um episode that i was in worst episode ever no it was (laughs) not the worst episode ever (laughs) this one's going to be Ah, there's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, during that episode, we were talking about some of my history, and I I was talking about who had taught me to fly or move into forward flight, and I couldn't remember his name, and I was really embarrassed about it. And I did say, you know, during that episode, that, you know, what, what what's going to happen is I'm going to hang up here, and I'm going to remember exactly who it was, and it's exactly what happened. I literally pressed the button and remembered who it was. And his name was Ernie Uber. And 
I can't tell you I had four or five guys the next day going, was it Ernie Uber? And I'm like, yes, it was. <laughs> um, you know, as I'm texting them back saying, you bet it was. But uh, Ernie Uber, it turns out, and I'm really embarrassed. Um, he used to, he was a um, very, in, I guess, influential type person in our hobby. Um, I'm going to touch on a couple of his highlights. There's a document out there um, that was written for his um, AMA induction into the AMA Hall of Fame that's available that you can read. But he was um, heavily involved in the hobby from the very beginning. Um, he was involved in the very first competition to actually make a model helicopter fly. Um, he was the inventor of the invert switch. He was the very first person to hover, I guess, in a helicopter inverted. From what his bio says, I think somebody else was flying inverted, but he was the first one to hover inverted. Um, and the fact, I knew he had invented the invert switch. I had just forgotten. Um, and anybody who doesn't know what that is, that's a switch on the radio that reverses your controls. So you flip upside down, flip the switch, and you can fly it pretty much normal. Um, there's a lot of radios out there that had, or had that switch back in the day. Um, he also was involved in the movie industry, making helicopters for the movies. Um, he made the movies for uh, Towering Inferno, for Capricorn One. Um, there were several others. He um, it then at some point he had started a school down in Florida, and he ran a big fun fly that um, was very popular uh, down in Florida. Um, so I apologize to everybody for not giving him his due. And I feel embarrassed that I couldn't remember his name. Um, he was a really cool guy, um, that, you know, taught an awful lot of people how to fly and, uh, that's awesome. So that's all I want to say about that. Um, but that's, you know, anyway, that's that. So I think that's all I had until we get to the coverage. All right. I can best summarize this weekend with Monty as such. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Believe it is. Monty knows. Yeah. Uh, crap that's happened since last recording. I'll make this quick. Where's the show notes at? What else is there? Keep keep keep, keep your hand. Cover that clutch lever, would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Bye, bye, bye. Friction zone. <laughs> you use both brakes at the same time. Don't don't run into solid objects. They hurt. Um. Oh yeah, all all the all the gear all the time, Mike. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wore the brain bucket. You're forgetting the gloves. Yeah, for going ten miles an hour to pull wheelies like an idiot. All right, well, let's see. You need gloves for that. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, Modon happened. Uh, that was good. I got to be involved in some CSI. That was fun. Uh, what else? I went bean dip with a jet. The Kraken mm. flew. I don't know what else you really want to say about it. It didn't blow up or anything. It's a decent heli. I got a new nickname, No Step. That was good. No Step? I'll explain that one if you want. And then... Uh, yeah. Explain. explain. Explain it. Explain it there, SAB uh, a killer. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you go bean dipping with a jet and you get stuck in the beans and you kill the motor, it's not fun when you walk out there and the whole thing is perfectly fine until you step on it. <laughs> <laughs> on the part that it. says no step. 
<laughs> so that was a $38 mistake that I know better now. Yeah, at least it was only $38. No, honestly, I told mine yesterday we were talking about this. Auto-rotating helicopters, hovering airplanes, hovering jets, they all have one common thing. Either do it low or do it high in between equals death. <laughs> the number of guys I've watched hovering airplanes and their motor quits, and it's like, oh, look, you did it at 50 feet in before the garbage bag of kindling noises. <laughs> Doesn't hurt it when you're only a foot off the ground and, you know, maybe you pop your landing gear or... The people that try to learn auto rotations at 30 feet and like, hey, who wants to watch some skids break today? <laughs> hey, 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 you forget, though, uh, jet planes can hover longer than model helicopters. Oh, for sure. I've, yeah. been, I've been told that by some experts. Yeah. 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 I found some keyboard warriors who show up at the field. <laughs> <laughs> Was he actually holding a keyboard to improve his confidence while speaking to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do that just carry around a keyboard and be like wait wait a minute for that claim here here's a keyboard go ahead and make your claim there keyboard warrior <laughs> clacking intensifies tell you what man the comment was made you know what I bet if it had the old style hardcore like physical clacking a motherfucker would steal it from us at the flying field <laughs> <laughs> I had a freaking hundred and seventy dollar keyboard. I bet that thing would grow legs. Yeah, it would. Mm. Uh, the only last thing would be, I guess, Microglow Gen Two. I got off my ass and finished that, so those should be soonish. Oh, that's cool. Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the difference between built for production versus yeah. Okay, I guess we can make a handful of these for. Our ch- Hey, 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 Nick Maxwell's uh, second batch of blades has already been out and, and is selling. You didn't have to change anything. You just ordered more. Yeah, yeah, but they actually have to make something. Not only that, they had to wait for a guy's leg to heal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess the other thing would probably be what? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Motard, yeah. Down, No Step, Microglow. That's yeah, cool. but to be honest, uh, I'll be I'll be a little bit clearer. Uh, both Mike and I took a uh, motorcycle class for our two wheel endorsement for our driver's licenses, so we can legally kill ourselves on the open highway. Crap. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, we did that on the rainy weekend in between events. Yeah. yeah. Good time to be on a motorcycle when it's raining. Uh, you know... I've got my gear to do wheelies down Urchin Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> there was no, um... There was... There was we didn't deal with any rain on the, on the, on the range out there. Damn, so. that was yeah. it. Yeah, it was... Yeah. It was after we got out, but yeah, nothing bad. Yeah, um, cool. I'm gonna get off of that. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. You done with it? It was a good... I'm done with it! Are you done with it? Yeah. Small tangent, if anybody's got a Kawasaki KLX, call me! <laughs> Anybody got a motorcycle that goes highway speeds under fifteen hundred? Yeah, I'm Robert interested. wants one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm o- I'm open to items that need service, but I'm not sure if I if I'm open to items that I have to trailer back home. <laughs> um. Okay, so. Or we want to do main, or do we want to do listener questions and feedback? Because I've got more than one email. Really? Send it. Let's hear it. Um, really? I, 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 I done fucked up, and so I got a new phone before we went to Urcha because my phone was failing. 
Okay. Um, I'm gonna read this. I haven't. I've gone through it a little bit. <clears throat> it's a, it's a long one. So this is from uh, Joe Beard. He sent it to us on August eighth. Again, I say I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I when I switched my phones, I didn't uh, <laughs> put this account back in my phone. And he said, I was just listening to the latest episode, the 550-600 comparison, and thought I'd offer you a listener question for your next episode. He says, I'm a relative newbie to flying helis. I started on the Blade 230S a few years back, and I built my first kit and aligned T-Rex 500X earlier this year as a stay-at-home sanity project. Yeah, <laughs> there's been some sanity needed this year. <laughs> I'm comfortable with forward flight and all upright orientations on both helis, but I'm not really yet comfortable with 3D or inverted. With that background in mind, I hear a lot of talk about this head speed or that head speed, and I'd like to understand the thought process one should undertake when selecting a head speed for a particular heli slash flying style. Right now I am running about 2,250 RPM on my 500X, mostly because it feels right for my flying style and gives me a long flight time, and is within the advised maximum 2,650 RPM listed on the stock Align 470mm blades. I have no idea if a higher or lower head speed would be better. More than specific advice for this helicopter, I'd like to understand what I should be considering when setting this up as I progress and move on to other, bigger question mark, helicopters in the future. Thanks for your help, and keep up the great work of the broadcast. Dude almost answered his own question. Almost. Um, I'm going to say, Joe, thank you for the email, man. Uh, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of detail in there. Um, yeah, he got close to answering it. Um, yeah, it feels it feels right to, to, to the way you fly. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. There's an asterisk on that. We all yeah. know the guy at the field who cranks his shit up to 8 billion RPM. Well... And for what he's doing, so he's doing forward flight, and he's comfortable with it. But that usually also means that they're gonna they're gonna try some things they're uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so usually, what I think about in there is a head speed that nicely supports uh, aggressive stick inputs. <laughs> You know, um, if I go out and fly my model at 1,100 RPM and I give too much collective and too much cyclic pitch at one time. Oh, fun. Yeah. (laughs) Fun commences. (laughs) (laughs) I know people are going to ask, explain what kind of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, with pitch is cumulative, which means collective plus cyclic equals what's actually on your rotor blade. A lot of our gyros, you'll see, our flybarless controllers, you'll see that they they want us to set them up with like eight degrees of cyclic, and they'll say, "Hey, try 12, 12 to like you know to ten to twelve degrees of collective pitch." And if you think about it, if you do a full collective and a full cyclic command, you you could be measuring twenty degrees of pitch on a rotor blade. Yeah, on some twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, um, and 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 to think that the eight and the twelve degree is basically the minimum, you know, of, of these gyros. They're way higher now. Yeah, uh, there's there's folks who run more collective, and there's um, in in, a, in many of these gyros, what you're teaching the helicopter is resolution, not quite limits, mm-hmm. and so they can go further. Um, to try and uh, to try and get what you are asking, or try to correct what you uh, did not. <laughs> or 
All that to say is, is I remember it was a long time ago. It was uh, Todd Bennett. Todd Bennett did his heli school, and he would say, I want to say after like 16 degrees of pitch on a blade, you're into stall territory on a rotor blade. Mm-hmm. Um, when you start stalling a rotor blade, uh, it's going to try and increase the power. So the motor is going to have to try and react to try and get the head speed back up. going to pull a lot of current. And so... I usually, if 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 uh, I'm not looking to go for the lowest head speed ever, it's back to that comfortable head speed. So I'll be looking for a head speed that I can comfortably give an aggressive command and the rotor head isn't going to bog so deeply that the helicopter becomes uncontrollable. What I mean by that is you give an input, but your rotor head is still trying to catch up and spin its way back up into being authoritative to do a command. Um, so... And I know the head speed won't work out very well for your 500, but on on my 700 at, you know, 11, 11 and a quarter pounds, I thoroughly enjoy 1600 to 1650 RPM for 3D. It has mm-hmm. plenty of uh, plenty of pop and it's lower. And when I do something silly, it doesn't bog and fall out of the sky, but it still lets me know I'm not being, not being good. I'm not, I'm not being, uh, fluid with my movements and understanding the, the, the blending of collective and cyclic. Um, so what feels right to you is a great point. Um, I would add that, uh, you may, if, if you give aggressive commands and you find the helicopter, you know, head speed doesn't bog and, and the helicopter tries to fall out of the sky, then you probably get a good head speed chosen. If you find you give an input and the helicopter tries to fall out of the sky and, and the rotor head's bogging, man, eh, maybe try a hundred more RPM. Um, the, the last part is that kind of all gets blended together with just how much airtime do you want? Um, you know, at 1950 head speed for a constant time, I get like seven minutes of flight on my on my uh, 700 uh, Diablo. Um, whereas when I'm in competition, the model will be up in the sky for nine minutes because I'm doing a mix of hovering and a mix of flying. So I've got a bunch of time I spend at uh, about 1350 and then a bunch of time I spend at 1950. So there's a blend of just what head speed do you really want to spend your time at? You know, uh, low enough, you get a long time, high enough, you're not bogging. I don't know. You guys got anything to add to that? I feel like I monopolized that question. <laughs> no, that's about right. I usually consider it. Yeah. You do have to be careful because all these things are interlinked at the same time. Yeah. Like I know mm-hmm. people have asked me, how the hell are you getting away with hard 3D flights at 1950 RPM on the Kraken? Well, it doesn't weigh much. The governor is very well tuned to keep up with any inputs, and I'm using obnoxiously lightweight blades and a lot more pitch. So it's kind of one of those things where I guess if you wanted a catch-all statement, it's raise the RPM in the pitch to meet whatever it is you're doing, and then a little bit of margin, and go from there. And um, I I don't want to give it away, but I was doing some some flying of another model and I found I wanted a little more collective for that model um, to feel the way I like it to feel. <clears throat> right. But a beginner is not going to understand that or not know that. Agree. Um, it, it starts coming down to 
time time will tell, tell what you like. Right. Yeah. Um I mean, because, how many times have we walked up to somebody and go, dude, what head speed are you running? You're a little high, or it sounds like you're screaming, or, you know what I mean? Yeah, they've got a screaming eye head speed, and they're out right. there doing figure so, eights. The thing to consider, right. too, with modern electronics, you probably isn't, I mean, we're not going to touch on fly bars, so you can know what it is, but with a modern gyro, it's a lot like a, three, a 3D airplane gyro is. So long as the control authority is there, it's going to meet whatever input speed you're asking of. If you tell it 250 degrees, and you put 10 degrees of pitch on cyclic, it's probably going to meet that at 1,900 RPM, or it's going to meet that at 3,000 RPM, where you're going to see the big differences in collective feel. Yeah. So if you want to summarize it, it'd be enough RPM and pitch so you're getting the commanded cyclic rate you're after, or that it's fast enough for you. And then after that, it's really adjust RPM and collective to what, you're after you know does the heli move quick enough on cyclic for you or is it moving too fast and you want to dial it back and i i've seen guys who they just dial their collective pitch down to like nine degrees but the head is still turning 2800 rpm on a <laughs> six or seven hundred yeah. like and you want to get a little bit of math in here drag goes up with the square velocity so every extra 100 rpm you keep throwing at that head and uh robert had a very close to heart experience with how bad wind resistance can get, you know, on the little Grom bike at 50, it's like, Oh my God, it feels like I'm in water. So you can imagine trying to spin blades faster and faster and faster. It just smokes your battery faster. Unless you're using that RPM, it's it's moot. Yeah. Agree. Um, Yeah. In, in like, you know, Mike, when you said it, it attains the, the flip or roll you want, a lot of times, uh, the way I evaluated that is: Does can I get the helicopter flipped back over in a comfortable amount of time? Um, let's say you're playing with inverted, and you're like, "Oh, I'm kind of too far out, or I'm too far over here. I need to put it back in an upright orientation." Does it roll over in an amount of time that you go, "I feel comfortable with that"? Hmm. If your butthole starts to pucker while waiting for it to flip over, it's too slow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just the opposite. If your butthole puckers when you flip it, and it comes around so fast, you go, oh, shit. Might be a yeah. little fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like when uh, the experience uh, that I kind of scared Mike is I was showing him the Revo blades and I was doing a death spiral straight to the oh, ground. Yeah, and Revoed hard. <laughs> oh, man. I, and I needed to – for some reason, I needed to have the, the disc facing towards me so I can pull out. And it's just like it flipped too fast. It rolled too fast. Like, oh, crap. I got to go another revolution. Oh, crap. I got to go another revolution. And then by the time I flared, it was like, what is it? Two feet off the ground. Oh, Oh, man. I bugged the crap out of that. (laughs) But it it was it it just flipped way too fast. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, that's something I say about head speed. Uh, usually if you want higher head speed, I, it means you really want to get somewhere fast. <laughs> um, that's the bigger thing for it. Uh, lately I've been talking about, uh, people going from, uh, hero to zero and, and you hear a person spool up I'm like, ah, he's going to try a hero to zero. Let's see how fast he smashes the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I'm going to say about this is if it feels good at the head speed, 
I would leave it, but don't be afraid to go up higher or lower and try that to see if it feels better. If it doesn't, then just go back to what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. So, wow. This guy is trolling us. Next email. (laughs) This email came from the email address of shut.up.shaggy at gmail.com. Are you freaking nice. serious? Yeah, his name is Helly Troll. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, actually, it's a legitimate question. Uh, it's legitimate. Oh, it's, wow, it's legitimate. So it says, enjoying the podcast, guys. If you decide to do another comparison show, might I suggest a 450 slash 380s? For many, this is the first step into a big boy helicopters from micro and ready to fly and bind to fly type models. It, it would be helpful for those new pilots to have a comparison of kit and parts prices all in one place. And then he finishes off with, shut up, shut up, saggy. Shut up, Robert. Rich, you're cool. Shut up, Mike. I'm out. I'm out. Hit Shaggy in the face with a hamburger patty on the way out. Nice. <laughs> what the hell? That's a creative email. Yeah. I like it. Whatever. Thanks. I but appreciated that. One. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna be in the corner shutting up. <laughs> um Yeah, I I guess we can, you know, I I, I like the idea. It's uh, it's an interesting area. Maybe we can slowly put together a list of models that are in that size. That one's tricky, though. That's going to be a tricky one. I feel it's tricky, but we. I, 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 one of the things that many of us have probably heard it is, um, you don't you don't eat you don't if if you got to eat an elephant, you don't eat the the entire elephant in one bite. You have to take bites out of it. And so you got to take bites out of it somewhere. And I think the first bite is probably to put together a list of models that are in the size range. Just just put the models down on paper. So yeah, because there's a bunch between. You got three twenty fives, three fifties, three sixties, three eighties. Well, he said three eighties to four fifties, which he's really meaning is talking about three three hundred fifteen millimeter blade up into the four twenty three eighty millimeter blade. I think four twenties mm-hmm. is officially a, a five hundred helicopter. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, I would consider that close to close to the five hundred. The, yeah, the original uh, T Rex five hundred I thought was swinging four twenty. Yeah, they are. I saw one this weekend. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, okay, I got that. That's cool. I think that's the first thing. If if listeners mm-hmm. are interested to submit some models, they know in that size range. I'm I'm happy to check my email more often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, failboat, Captain mm-hmm. Me. Um, he's the tech guy. Yeah, I was sitting things like, you know, I haven't seen an email in a long time. Oh, because you didn't check it. Because I didn't check it, because I didn't actually put it on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is uh, under the, uh, uh, I'll put this under the category of feedback. This is from our uh, friendly friend of, uh, uh, let's give the email address, because the other guys do, shootertraining at (laughs) gmail.com. Plankity Plank Plank is the name he puts on here. This would be our oh wonderful gosh. Mike DeGenero, Mike D, the Planker. Oh, fun. Here we go. To the wonderful girls of Telerotor. Girls? Yes, girls. Wow, I had a blast at the down, and everyone made me feel welcome, especially you Girl Scouts from the Telerotor troop. <laughs> no more raisins in the cookies next time, please. <laughs> All the folks at the club in Thornburg were great, and the food was good also. Not like at the asylum where they keep hiding my pudding cups. 
<laughs> Got to go. The guy is ready to start my Telerotor fan club tattoo. Hugs and kisses, Mike D. <laughs> is, is, is putting it the asylum or the old folks home? It says asylum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think if he's crazy, it's probably the old folks home. He managed to get an email out. I don't think he's that crazy yet. <laughs> he's getting there. Uh, he's getting there, though. Yeah, it's only because you talk to him more often. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know that you've lost your mind when you're starting to talk to me on a daily basis. Yep. Oh, no wonder I've been avoiding your phone calls. <laughs> Rip Scott Graham. <laughs> no, it's not Scott. It's Kevin. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mike! Thanks for the note, man. That was cool. Uh, yeah, very much. No, it was it was great to hang out with you, Mike, especially on Sunday. Yeah. I took that photo, and I don't think I got it to uh, to Rich yet. No, you but, didn't. But then again, if I send the photo to Rich, I don't think anyone will ever see it yet. I had that coming. <laughs> um, just to, uh, well, the guys are noticing. So uh, someone else made a uh, iTunes account. And so on the feedback spot, I uh, will go with the, this bit of feedback is from an account named Shut Up Shaggy. It was done on September 4th. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Enough with this. <laughs> Five-star review. Come on, we got to give him the love. He said, good show with helpful info, despite the annoying hosts. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, he bunched me up in that one, too? Sure did. <laughs> Damn. Uh, next one, one of us. One of us. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Rich. <laughs> I guess so. It took him a year, though, to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was that last time you interviewed the hell out of me over rotor blades. Uh, <laughs> uh, next one was, uh, wait a minute. Oh, so, okay. Uh, that last, that last one, the guys, the guy was posting as like hellies, L L I K E H E L I S like hellies. And he's titled it. Shut up. Shaggy. The next one is from feedback Jeez. from quack JP on September 7th. They said funny and informative. And he put down, love the show. Keep up the good work guys. You give us five stars as well. Cool. I am happy to see people are actually noticing and uh, posting. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Wait, it, was that iTunes? That was iTunes. Dang. Wow. And then I'm going to go over to Podbean so I can uh, cry as I try and read the last post, Kevin. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, God. I'm looking back and... Okay, so uh, Podbean feedback a month ago, Jolson383. Great episode, dudes. Uh, thanks for shedding some light on my past what the f moments. <laughs> <laughs> he said WTF. I, I said what the f. I know the mini, <laughs> I knew the mini PV. Didn't know that's what they were called. Wings should hug the insulation. Didn't know I was using the wrong tool. I didn't know there was a difference. Mind blown. And then he put a mind blown and a thumbs up thing. I appreciate your time and effort. These episodes make my commute easier. I can only take so much of the same news and politics. Keep up the good work. Hey, man, we don't have but so much politics left. And then we get to all scream about who won what. Yeah. <laughs> Not here. Uh, no, you know what? Uh, the SNL skit from this weekend with, uh, oh, dang it. Who does plays Fire Marshal Bill, the comedian? God, I'm so lost. Yeah, the SNL, the SNL bit from this last weekend was pretty funny. They were making fun of the whole politics thing. Yeah. Uh, next one. This one's actually readable. It's from. It's from, and as as I go longer and reading this, I'm getting more and more depressed. 
Gray Eagle Jr. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, I knew that was coming. TikTok into greatness. And he says, one, two, no, okay, one, two, three, four, five. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Here we go. 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. So 40 times he said Shaggy. So he says, TikTok to greatness. Mm-hmm. Then he says Shaggy 40 times. And then he put 33 uh, many times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen and fourteen, so fourteen tens, twenty-four, plus another four would be twenty-eight. Am I doing that right? Sounds like so. It's a lot. Oh, he did them forty times. She did Shaggy forty times, he did the number thirty-three forty times. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a 40 plus 40 or 40 plus 40 equals 80. I don't know how to read that. Um, so this one is more pointed towards something we're working on right now. This came from Luca 18 days ago. Hmm. I'm not sure which Luca this is, but. Yeah, I was going to say. He said, thanks, guys, for the show. I really appreciate your initiative related to FBL testing. Maybe some of you will change equipment afterwards. And he put a big smiley face on this. They said, are you also addressing telemetry and integration possibilities for each unit? I think it is an important parameter for many of us. I personally use MSH Brain with Spectrum Transmitter, and I'm really happy with the fact that I can get telemetry data from most ESC brands and that I can program the unit from the transmitter. Thanks again, Luca. So That's a tough one. That was... Uh, I'm going to put that one under kind of a show question slash feedback. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, I'm I am happy you are enjoying telemetry and you've got telemetry that's working. I'm 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 happy with that. Uh, is, is is that oh never mind. I was going to say is that because you fly Futaba or No, no, it comes <laughs> more to uh so many I'm guys teasing, I teasing. don't see with telemetry and they've got high fangled systems. Yeah. They're just yeah. not using it. Yeah. Yeah, um, they got they got high fangled systems and 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 they don't have any telemetry and it's kind of like ugh. Really? I worked on, yeah, I worked on a helicopter this weekend. The guy was running Spectrum and he didn't have any of his telemetry wires even hooked up. They were just bundled up, tucked behind the ESC. I I've seen V control guys not using telemetry. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's one thing that, and I've 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 been there too with the brain and the Spectrum t- um, integration. I got it to work, but. It took a while for me to figure it out, and then it got to the point where it's like, it's not worth my time. I'd rather just plug into the computer. But that's just yeah, it's gotten simpler, Shaggy. They, there's been I, some I updates to the Spectrum stuff, like transmitters that have oh, made yeah. it easier. I, I do know that. It's just it, it it became to the point where you know, and this is just me personally. Integration is just not for me. Um, huh? So I th- and I think a lot of it has to do with you. You probably don't see a lot of people doing that. It's because it's, it's kind of similar. It's they're just they're used to the same old same old technique. Why why try something new? Yeah, I I, I agree with you. But I'll tell you something that happened to me just last week. Um, I just never bothered to set up brain integration on my DX9 because I don't know. I just never did. But I use it on my jetties, as you guys know, constantly. Remember when I said earlier this this episode where I was talking about I was sitting out in the rain dodging raindrops with the uh, oxy and I was playing with the tail. I went to adjust the eye gain and I had 
when I went to the, the menu system, the brain was there. You know, you hold the two sticks down, boom, the integration pops up. I was like, oh, shit, I can change this right now. I have to go to the computer. And I did. That's the that's the funniest statement. You're gonna have to prove. So you're gonna have to provide some proof on. Uh, provide some proof on there, Rich. You said the brain is there. <laughs> once you get used to using telemetry on the radio, and it really doesn't matter once you've done it, and it's easier now than it has been. We all had to fiddle with it before. It's really gotten pretty simple on most radio systems. Because you know, on my Jetty, I use it constantly. I'd never bothered with it on Spectrum, and I just happened to be there the other day when I. You know, scrolled the wheel over and went, oh, shit, it says brain. Let's see. How did I have to? Oh, yeah. I told the two buttons. Oh, yeah. Then I got in there really simply. What? So there's there's two parts, and it's interesting to me how this argument or discussion can play out. Um, like I ran into another thing the other day about the use of the word bailout auto bailout and rescue mm-hmm. and, and that is is integration and telemetry there's a lot of people integration means telemetry and to others integration means they're two separate things that, that yeah, i can program my my fly controller for my transmitter and that's integration and telemetry yeah. is telemetry that's your getting things back to your transmitter so you can tell what your helicopter is doing or what parts of your helicopter are doing um from your radio but yep. you're not changing settings with telemetry. You're changing settings with your integration. And um, you're receiving data from the receiver. Mm-hmm. Unless someone's going to go read the Merriam-Webster definition, I don't. I'm not sure we need more. <laughs> nope, I don't think so either. We're good. What what I what I will say is, uh, we're not likely to be testing telemetry much as part of this FBL comparison. But what we could do is tell them whether it's available or not. Well, and and we, you know, we did a pretty large research effort and put together and put together stuff on Mm -hmm. telemetry. But we, I don't, I don't, we didn't record the episode. We didn't record the episode. We didn't record the episode, and we decided to leave it off. And I forget the reason why we did. I know we weren't all that hyped up about putting the content out there. Because yeah. it was basically a, a, it was basically, it was basically kind of like a call. It was, it was a comparison. It was a comparison, more or less, and it was. It just didn't have too much. It didn't feel it had too much value. I, I think we decided we could get a lot of teeth out of that episode. Is what it was. You know what I mean? It was we were saying this one can do this, this one can do that. Yeah. And um, you know, once we gone, we'd gone through the four or five, you know, flight controllers that could do this or do that. We were, it was done. You know, what I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. The, the there was there was there was two things that came out of it the MSH brain and the Spirit Flybars controller can damn near integrate with everything on the market and provide telemetry from just about any ESC. Let me let me say that better. They can damn near provide telemetry for any there ESC back to any transmitter. Yep, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Um, they only integrate with a few things, but they they integrate with you know mm-hmm. it, when you start looking at who integrates with what you know. Mm-hmm. I think many will probably compare uh, V-Control as the pinnacle of integration. Mm-hmm. I think many will view it that way. I'm not sure if you're pragmatically judging it if, if it really is or if brain and spirit actually integrate with more. They integrate with more. I mean, V-Bar only integrates with itself. If integration Is integration with more really what matters? You know. Well, it will be if you're flying jetty. 
It, 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 so if you're flying Jetty, if you're if you're flying Spectrum, if you're flying Fataba, who integrates with you is going to matter. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that's not going to matter is if you fly VBAR because you're going to be flying VBAR because nothing else works. <laughs> well, let's be honest. If you fly VBAR, you have – I think you have, what, one ESC fully integrated and the rest of the ESCs – are not fully integrated for programming from the transmitter? Oh, no. you got a couple now. you got YEG. You've got um, Scorpion. Scorpion's got, the one. Yeah. You, yeah, you've got Scorpion. You've got YEG, which I saw demonstrated this weekend. Um, um, he could do his he could do the PID stuff for the um, governor. Yeah, he was doing it all from the transmitter. Um, and, and the YGE, if I remember correctly, as an ESC – as mm -hmm. an ESC, it integrated with the most stuff out there. It integrated, it did. no, it, it did. did telemetry with the most stuff. Right, because they have a module. They had, remember, they had a module like the Tell Me. Yeah, they though they they integrated natively with a lot, mm -hmm. and then they had a module that covers the rest. Right, and not to go too far down that road. The only thing I'd say is, Scorpion actually has an ESC out there that now has telemetry with Fataba. It does. It does. So I was happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to the thing where some of us may actually change. Not uh, likely. It's possible, but unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it saying like change in fly brothers units or something? It's possible, but unlikely. I, uh, you know, and, and, I could, and I, go ahead. Maybe, maybe, maybe some of us might might try. You know, as an alternate, we we may try a Bavarian Demon as a backup on a different helicopter or. Yeah, um, I, I I think one thing that most of us have played with most of these before. I've played with them yeah. or seen them. Um, right. You know, I I could see I could see Shaggy running a Bavarian Demon if he plays with speed mm -hmm. uh, a lot more. I could see him doing one for speed. Um, I could see one or two of us like like I could see you playing with a spirit and trying with your spectrum, uh, Rich. Yeah, well, yeah, I could see that too. I don't know if it'd be a full hardware switch, but you know, there's there's possibilities in there of things to try. Yeah. Um, Apollo, it's going to be a cold day in hell. Yeah. And myself, it's going to be an even colder day in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest with you, I mean, I, I've already been through this. I've already have settled on the brain for all my toy stuff, and the competition, you know, machines are all going to be on seven sixties, and that's just yeah, yeah, it's, it's not going to change. Yeah, same here. All my all my small stuff is brain, and my, all my larger stuff is CGYs right now. But I wouldn't mind, you know. Yeah, I'm curious on other stuff. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna to, to keep the flow. I'm gonna go with update on our FBL project. Okay. Next. Sure. Um, so are we all done with with mail there? Yeah, we're all done with mail. <laughs> Let's get this started. So, more into the main topic for this episode, uh, an update on the Telerotor FBL project. Uh, the Protos is in the air. I have now flown it 10 times at two different flying fields. Dude, it only <laughs> took like three months. <laughs> it, only took, it only took three months, the failure of a college class. Uh, <laughs> failure like of a college class. Failure of a college class, like three different people to help, uh, three different people who put some time in. Um, 
<laughs> a whole bunch of stuff. I, I sourced some. I sourced some parts from friends after yeah. after after mow down when I when I went looking for the threaded vertical uh, female uh, bullets that fit on a Contronic <laughs> Cosmic One Hundred and Sixty or the, the 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 Cosmic series of ESCs. But you know what? You you got to preface this whole thing with the call I got at eleven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday when I was heading south on 95 from Monty that says, Rich, where are you? I'm going south on 95 to Lumberton. You want to meet me somewhere to get me the protos today? <laughs> what? I'm going the opposite direction of Virginia, Monty. You want to meet today? Now, keep in mind, the thing is still sitting in some pieces on my bench. I'm like, yeah, this is going to go well. I'm going to run home, throw some pieces together, throw it in my car, and meet you. And not only that, it was raining like a son of a bitch. It, it, it was. Those those pieces have stayed together. Well, most of it was built. You know, I mean, I had, <laughs> but, those but, pieces have stayed together. They and, have stayed uh, together. Yeah, 11 You did all the final adjustments. 11 a.m. is early to hear from me. On a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, to make a six-hour drive. Well, it wasn't uh, six hours. Well, but, you know, no, I, I went to the hours. field, hung out, and then I think I didn't leave the field till six. Se- yeah, and that was about what time I left the house, was, wasn't it? Or seven or something? No, you no, left earlier. you didn't leave I left. till seven or eight. Yeah, seven, it was 730. 7.30, yeah. And then it was mm. pouring down rain, because you drove twice as far or more than twice as far than I did. Yeah, he came out to the field to help me with my uh, new pyro motor, my E7, and then he rode off after that. So it was August fifteenth. It was okay. August fifteenth, and we met in we met at around ten ten p.m. Yeah, yeah. Saturday uh, night. This 10 here shows how picky Rob is and how anal he is when it comes to building a model. And I was watching it firsthand on working on this protos with him, trying to finish it, and he is freaking picky about the. Freaking stupid ass things, like the mo- motor bullets. Like, dude, I've got stuff at home that will work. It's like, no, I want to use this. Like, Cliff, you have these? Yeah, I'm gonna drive an hour out there to go get these bullets from Cliff when I could have had these things made. I can understand why he did. Just saying, she's, she's a good looking machine. Like, <laughs> you know, a a, a, a friend, a friend, uh, a friend took was gonna take a picture of the Flybrush controller set up on the back and send it to someone else with. Hey, uh, this is how you should do it because you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it's, uh, it's a who noticed one. the dual lock holding the antennas? I did. That was you, yeah. I did. I had, don't know why I had never thought of doing it that way. No, I'm going to 3D print something that takes four hours to freaking print, stick it on, put a little the antenna. I was like, that was ingeniously simple. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's just so simple. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, Why for 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 the guys who have systems that have longer antennas, um, the dual lock, which is a it's a hard mushroom uh, style uh, lock from 3M, lock from 3M, and they're mm-hmm. they look the same on both sides. So you just take half of it, you just take you know, one half of it, and stick it in your side frame, and push your antenna down in it. It holds your antenna, and it holds it pretty straight. And I was and whatever angle you wanted at. Yeah, so that's how I get my ninety degrees. I'm gonna. You know, speak a little bit more about it. It's what you what you guys are talking about that 3M stuff. It's kind of like Velcro, but it's it, it's stuff that's it's a plastic that 
that you know that folds down flush and it doesn't move. It's kind of like the 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 idea of Velcro, but it's it's this plastic thing. It's a hundred little mushroom. It's 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 a it's a hundred little mushroom tips that are are. Oh uh, gosh! Uh, oh no! Don't tips get together. Don't, oh no! Uh, from no! Two no, sides. no! No! <laughs> and when you shove your shaft down the middle of it to spread them apart. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest, guy. Uh, to be honest. Uh, to be honest, I actually am using a dual lock to hold the Cosmic 160 down on the uh, on the on the uh, Protos. I'm using dual lock on the on the uh, Diablo to hold the Calibrion, and it wobbles side to side and it won't fall off. I had to. I actually, from when you saw me do it, uh, Shaggy, I pulled off the single strip and ran dual strips, so um, so it doesn't rock or anything. And yeah, if, if we have to remove it, I've I've got a method. <laughs> um, no, I, I've gotten in the flight for I've gotten in the air and flown it. Um, I was working with Ben on the tail because right now it has a little more uh, um, electric uh, electric stability or gain than mechanical. And so I think I want to switch a servo horn on the tail. Mm-hmm. And give more mechanical gain, and I'll end up lowering my gain a little bit on the gyro, because I'm up at ninety, and um, the the uh, endpoints are up near like one twenty, and mm-hmm. if they were down under one ten, that would be more optimal for mechanical uh, stability. Um, that would that would give me better mechanical stability and make the resolution better and faster and all that good jazz. Mm-hmm. The servo horns on the Protos are the adjustable type. They're infinitely adjustable to make sure you find zero. They loosened on me this weekend. I think I think a wall did it. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, two of the three loosened. The front one, which I took extra time to tighten, uh, did not loosen. So uh, Sunday, I I once I was back home, I got out the uh, the tool that you know Minicopter calls it a gestation ring. I don't mm-hmm. know what. Uh, MSH called it, but it's I think a piece they of called it. A, yeah, I, I think they just call it a uh, swashplate leveler. Swashplate leveler. Yeah, I think I don't know. If it yeah, it goes under. It goes on top of the bearing block underneath the swash, and you put the you put the servos go to mid stick and make sure everything's level. So I fixed it up and tightened it more. And for the near time, I'm just going to toss a swash leveler under it after I finish a flight and see if it's creeped. And mm-hmm. I also talked to Ben, and we think we can get the numbers in a little more optimal range and uh, change the servo horn to one that's not adjustable that we'll just use subdrum mm-hmm. on, which isn't a problem. Um, it seems, it seems uh, Ben's experience, he now has trust issues with adjustable servo horns like these. Well, um, I've never had any trouble with mine at all. Yeah. But, I um, And I love them. The two back ones I can easily get to with my my mip wrench, and yeah. I didn't over tighten them. I didn't I didn't hulk out on them, mm-hmm. and you know they loosened up. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they loosened up, um, and not a little bit either, quite a bit. Yeah, no, they. they <laughs> I tried to take off. I was going to take off of the model, and it was shaking on takeoff, and it wasn't settling down. And I was I stopped and. I went out and moved the model and away from me and, and you know, check the swash, the movement, and everything was all right. And I had to go do it again and did it again. And Ben was like, just stop. I was like, okay. So I, I stopped and I, I, I brought it back. He's like, your swash isn't level. And I said, really? 
And uh, I brought it back to the bench and went mid-stick, and I was like, son of a gun, I can see it, not level. <laughs> so, but otherwise, no, I'm, uh, I've been flying the model just so I can understand the model's character, its personality. Mm-hmm. I understood the, the personality a little bit. I wanted to get some flights with Shaggy, but he's, um, he's, uh, he's not flying much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, all I really add is getting used to the model. I found, um, so I'm going to go into something that, that Rich is going to, he, he takes as a personal attack on this model. Um, our, our test protos is a little portly. No, I don't, do not take it as a personal attack. <laughs> as long as you continue the whole conversation. Okay, so our our Protos has a Cosmic 160 on the front of it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you built the thing light or anything either. No. It has a Cosmic 160. It has what was a heavier Fataba servo back in its uh, – it, that was – it was um, – the servo has since been replaced, but it's it's a slightly heavier servo. You know, the servo's been replaced by the new HC700s or the, the uh, or the H700 Fataba servos, and those weigh a little bit more because they're full metal case top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the BLS 273s, which had which were heavier than the 272s, have uh, more torque and a same speed, but they've got uh, more metal in them, so they're they're heavier. Um, no, didn't build the model yeah. light, so she comes in at two ounces under 13 pounds. That's with batteries and everything. That is pick it up and take it out to the take flight the line. Right. Now, also yeah. keep in mind, it's a, you guys, it's a V2 Max. So, it's the heavier version yep. of that helicopter. It's the one everybody bitched about. Um, yeah, it's it's an older it's it's an older Protos. It wasn't lightened. Right. And it wasn't the light light version with all the lightened parts. And we I, there's no other lighter parts on there. It is a V two out of the box. And and to be honest, the model doesn't fly its weight as much as I um, thought it could. I mm-hmm. wouldn't say I expected because it wasn't an expectation. It was. I know what you're saying. I, I was like, I, I think it could fly heavy, but it doesn't really fly that heavy. Um, it's got a larger rotor disc in the blade to blade measurement, and we're running rail 716s on it. And so mm-hmm. um, she doesn't f- fly all that heavy, but there's little things where I notice the weight. Like um, if I put it into a hover three feet over the ground and it throttle hold, she drops faster than my 11 and a quarter pound Diablo. Well, of course. Of course, you know, you, 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 you got over a pound and a half difference. It's it's going to be different. Um, but be on different. the other hand, uh, with the windy weather we've been playing with, mm-hmm. she does very well in autos. Yeah. She does very well in autos and she has plenty of head speed at the end to set her down. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, everybody knows it's a heavier helicopter and that's, you know, that's the way it yeah. is. Yeah, I, I, you know, she does autos really well. She deals because that's one thing is when I start hanging autos, uh, a light model, I get blown back. It actually makes it challenging because I to hang a model because I have to start spending a, a pitch. I have to start using pitch and cyclic or collective to try and keep the model going where I want it to while still trying to hang it in the air. Mm-hmm. This model makes it a little easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, I had to give it a little more collective pitch uh, for the stops to be mm-hmm. what I like, what I prefer. It's not really, you know, what it must have. I just preferred it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but no, I'm I'm actually happy flying the model. I uh I I'm happily going back and forth between this model and my Diablo. That's cool. Um, and plus, it's I think it's gonna make a really good test bed because it's got an aircraft carrier where you put the uh it sure where the flight controller goes. Sure There's- as heck does. Speaking of which, I should have a tell me at my house right now. Cool. Um, so that I can get telemetry off of this wonderful cosmic. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) And see what I've been really pulling for current in head speeds. Because I don't even know what the head speeds are. I just set them the same as my, my, um, Diablo because they nearly, they nearly have an identical uh, motor gear ratio. And, um. We could have checked it this weekend if we'd have thought about it. I really don't care that much. I chose Mm. the RPMs and I fly them and they do great. Mm Mm-hmm. It should be around like 1300, 1650, and 1950, or about mm. 1900, because it's got that uh, MSH motor, which was made by X Nova, which is really X Era. So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Any other questions on, on the model, guys? No. I mean, we, I saw it flying this weekend. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, you flew it quite a bit. You've, you've flown it quite a bit I since you got it together. I did two to three flights on it this weekend, and I think mm-hmm. I did five flights on my Diablo. Mm-hmm. I did have to. I did have to ground the. I did have to ground it early. Yeah. Because um, because of the swash level. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Uh, it did like two and a half flights. I actually got like three minutes into the flight. Uh, yeah, I think I got three minutes into the flight, and then um, I ran into that problem. But uh. No, he's easily resolved. No parts, and I got to bring one single model back, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, you too. Yeah, considering, um, you know, my sponsor, uh, Contronic, was uh, nice enough to let me borrow a Cosmic 160. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my friend was kind enough to let me borrow his entire model. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. And uh, one of my, you know, one of my spare sets of servos and my spare CGY are on the model right now, and Shaggy's mm-hmm. tail blades are on it, rocking the old school Curtis Youngblood mm-hmm. tail blades. <laughs> That's cool, though. That's cool. You know, before I switch gyros uh, or flybars controllers on, I think I'm gonna uh, bolt on the uh, Revo blades and just laugh hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I know more came out. Nick was Nick mentioned on his Facebook, he had more out, and they were uh, available at his website and then at Peak Aircraft. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Nick also said on his Facebook that he's got the F3C set coming soon. Really? Really, really. I didn't see that post. Yeah. I wonder what's going to be different about him. Um, other than the CG, I'm sure they're going to be heavy. What's that? Oh, they're they're not light now. They're not. It's not a light blade. They're going to be heavier. Yeah. They're going to be like what in the 250 range. They're going to be very heavy. No, no, no. I mean the current the current Revos I want to say are in the 215 grams of blade area. Yeah, but the F3C is going to be around 250s, and the weight's going to be more towards the tip. Well. I, um, Do I really have anything else to say about Goldsboro or Modown? I think that's what's next. Send it. Let's let it rock. Modown. Modown. I went out I went out every day after work on the weekdays because, you know, COVID. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
why spend vacation when I'm already at home? So I didn't take vacation like I usually would because uh, I you know, didn't really have to avoid a commute. Uh, so I went out every day and, uh, and got a flight in or night. No, every day. Got a flight in. Um, you know, it was great to see everybody. Um, as usual, the event had its, its uh, fair share of drama that got shared on Facebook. And uh, had a lot of fun flying. Had a lot of fun flying. You know, a lot of guys got to get together for the first time. You know, we saw a fair amount of our folks from up north who, you know, the state basically decided to become tyrannical and not let them leave without imposing imposing uh, regulations upon them. Mm-hmm. So. That was why I got to get to go. And you got to get to go because it wasn't your state. It was your employer. It was my employer. but Yeah. Yeah, but it was the state not imposing mandatory, uh, what do you call it, quarantine if you've been out of state to certain states. Not to go too far, but I actually saw North Carolina on a list of states that did do something right in the response about COVID. That's cool. But they're talking from two points, the protection of people and economics. So it doesn't mean they did everything right, just they did something right. My state yeah. wasn't in there. Or Virginia wasn't. Whatever. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, I'm Keep done. Um, gosh, it. You know, it's it's funny. You know, typically through the year, um, it's not unusual for me to do ten to fourteen fun flies a year. So a lot of guys you end up seeing a lot. Mm-hmm. This year for me is every fun fly seems to be seeing a different set of guys. Like when I went to the Jamboree, I saw a lot of Minnesota and Wisconsin guys. And, um, you know, of course, a mow down, got to see a lot more of the Jersey, New York, North Carolina guys who I hadn't seen since, you know, February. So, yeah, that was it for me. It's just, you know, got to see a lot of friends, got to fly. Uh, had a lot of fun with my Revo blades, making me the smack pilot. I, we, we all knew I am. <laughs> <laughs> you did surprise a few people night flying with those. Yeah. They're like, holy shit. Is that Monty doing? What the f*** is he doing? <laughs> what? Did, what? Smack. Is he sort of smacking that around? No, he's not. That's not right. No. <laughs> is that Monty? Who's got uh, his transmitter? Yeah, you know, one time I did let uh, I, I did put Christy Amani on the sticks. I think Saturday <laughs> night, and uh, he was thoroughly enjoying the rotor blades. Mm. He was thoroughly enjoying those blades. Um, you know, past that, I don't know, man. I just it was fun, and I'm glad the drama's over, and mm. I'm back to doing Urcha stuff. And uh, dude, I've got like. You know, then, you know, I, I guess I'm just going to say what my Goldsboro is like. You know, myself and Ben did a day trip. Uh, we know that the sunshine at Goldsboro rises, you know, of course it rises in the east and it's a mm-hmm. it's an eastward facing field. So that field is great for you can arrive late and you won't be so bummed like you actually missed flying time because uh, if you if you absolutely don't want to fly out back, you can just wait for the sun up front and go fly. So I was going to say you can fly earlier. You just have to do it on the backfield. You have to do in the backfield. Um, I did go fly in the backfield once, and that was the time I ruined my ra- my, my tail blades and my Diablo. Well, I that's your bat. damn fault. <laughs> it is my damn fault. I landed in in the deep grass between the crop and the and the and the road, and the in the trail the trail in. Eh, it's a path, the path in the path, the car path in. Mm-hmm. 
so yeah, I did a day trip, got down there about 9.30, and we left the field shortly after you smashed your uh, your Oxy-2. <laughs> smashed the living shit out of it, I might add. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know at some point, we, uh, you know, Ben's like, hey, man, we got to go. And I'm like, okay, so I got the car. <laughs> I talked some more, then I got the car, and then he started talking with you. And I was like, <laughs> man, I feel so rude right now. We got to get going. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome to see you guys, you know. Yeah. Because, um, uh, you know, my – yeah, go ahead. I, you know, the, the thing is, is we didn't actually get out of the area until like 7.30 or 8 because uh, finding food. Mm. But we, uh, you know, we, we chanced upon a poke bowl, which hmm. DePaulo speaks highly of. Saying yes. No, I mean, it's tasty. What do you want? Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, we're eat it. Yeah, yeah. I told Ben that you and Justin like it. And he says, oh, I'll take, I'll give it a try. And he was, he, I, I, I've now found there's a third menu item to put on Ben's menu. Or maybe actually it's fifth or sixth. <laughs> Ben only eats Subway. Uh, he does Olive Garden, Subway, Hibachi. McDonald's breakfast. McDonald's breakfast. Yes, I have to get him his oatmeal. I have to stop and get him his oatmeal in the morning. <laughs> I'm I'm teasing Ben, of course. I've actually found that, you know some of his 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 uh, dietary habits are actually good. So I've I've adopted a few of them myself. Shock! Um, the doctor is good at eating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dude, I got to fly. I got to fly his his uh, his XL Power five twenty. Um, he's got it set up very very nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of jonesing to build one for myself. I'm kind of jonesing to build one for myself. <laughs> I'm going to go ride my stupid Tom bike. This sucks. Uh, dude, we got to bring that back towards your house or my house. So I know. The neighborhood. Oh, man. Well, I've got one on I've got one on my bench, so. Yeah, I'll have to borrow you know. a second heli from my good friend, Rich. <laughs> I think we're just going to start borrowing things from everybody because let's see. Yeah. Uh, we got to borrow a bike well, from Monty. We need to borrow a helicopter from somebody else. Rich is going to borrow a helicopter <laughs> from somebody. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> well. Are you all uh, set, Monty, with your coverage? Or uh, you know, I can't. Uh, it was fun doing the contests. That yeah. uh, Rich, you came up with the idea for Chang Gang. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and it was fun to do Lily Pad. I was kind of surprised at how little of the guys participated. I was too, actually, especially after the, you know, when they had the raffle and we talked about it. I thought more guys were going to participate, but and after we got deeper into it and took some time uh some guys some guys came along mm -hmm. but we lost kevin mcgrady to allergies and yeah. i don't know um and we and 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 a few others decided not to fly <laughs> yeah. well you know yeah yeah i can get more of that a second but i know um from my mow down um you know that was the first event i got to go to this year no, that's your second. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about the first one I got to go to since all the crap started. Yeah. Yeah, I did go to Chill Out. Um, and that was, you know, that was when we were expecting to, you know, I, I spent like 40-something nights in my trailer last year. And mm -hmm. I was expecting to do a similar number this year. And that hasn't obviously happened, right? So, Mowdown was really the first fun fly I considered myself going to this year. 
And um, I went up on, what, Wednesday night, I think? Did I go Wednesday or Thursday? No, I went up Thursday. Got up there Thursday afternoon and um, set up with Cliff and, um, you know, had a, I mean, just seeing everybody again was just awesome. You know, the guys, um, guys from just almost all the podcasts were there. Um, well, at least we were there. Freefall was there. Um, Freefall minus Helly Andy. Heads, less Andy. Heads was there. Minus uh, Mike Sobe. Minus, minus Sobe. Yep. And I'll tell you, those guys were awesome. Um, Gucci surprised me with a T-shirt, and uh, thank you guys. That was awesome. Traitor, fucking traitor. Uh, no traitor, no traitor. Fuck you, traitor. No, fuck you. I wore. Hey, I wore the T-shirt this weekend. What you gonna do? Yeah, about? I saw it. You fucking traitor. You it? Yeah. See. So anyway, thanks guys. I appreciated it. Um, it was a nice surprise, but it was. They're trying to. They're trying to merge you over to the dark side. No, the, <laughs> it's all good. We can. We can. We can commune. Is that a word? Commune? Bullshit. Anyway, Bullshit. I will say it, it, it was fun seeing everybody, right? And getting to talk. Yeah. And, you know, we, we had good non-helicopter discussions also. You know, I mean, we, we just, when it was raining Saturday or Friday night, when uh, um, there was you and me and who else was sitting there? There was uh, Cliff and I don't remember who else was sitting there when um, McGrady showed up. Oh, Scott was there. It was you and me and Scott. We were all just bullshitting. Um, yeah, there, there, there was a lot of uh, scheming going on during Mowdown <laughs> for the podcasts. Yes, there was. Um, a lot um, of scheming. <laughs> but you know what? It was fun. It was fun, and we had pros there for one. You know, and I say not for once there, but what I mean is, for the first time this year, guys got to see guys. You know, really letting it rip. They had what? How many pots they end up with? Like sixty something. I thought it was in the 70? 70 something. And then their 70s? Low 80s. Yeah. That was awesome. I mean, it was a lot of fun, and everybody was doing their part, you know, and um, I have a whole ass, not a whole ass, but I've got a bunch of pictures I got to finish to get up out there. We'll never be so, seen again. I'll get them posted. I'll post them. Don't worry. Trust me. I think I'm going to post the, the selfie with Mike DeGeneres and the Heli Podcast for the win chat. <laughs> Should I post it there for us? Sure. um i've got what else let's see for my mow down my mow down was man you know i I hadn't gotten my glass or my my contacts yet um of course so i was fighting through some of that so i didn't fly a whole lot but i I had a blast it was just so much fun just getting out and talking to everybody and hanging out and um did fly a little bit and uh then um I think I also, yeah, I did. I crashed my uh, Oxy-2 there, too, because when I fly it, I crash it. And um, it was just good friend stuff, finally, you know? Good to get out and and see everybody. And then, um, you know, and then everybody was thinking RCHO was coming to the next event. And um, I was like, wait a minute, we got Goldsboro in two weeks, right? Yeah. So we started, you know, that that fun fight hasn't been really well advertised, um, probably not the right places, but um, we're going to work on that with them some more next year. But uh, Goldsboro was awesome. I I mean, we we put a push out there a little bit to try to get some people kind of at the last minute, and um, we had we ended up with twenty one guys showing up, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, So and I appreciate everybody that showed up, the guys that you know that put the fun fly on. 
Um, they appreciated everybody showing up and I think everybody had a good time. Um, it was really fun to just, just get out and let loose and, you know, kind of chill out. We were all busy, you know, having you guys come down was awesome. McGrady came up and, um, uh, tank and who else was with, um, um, oh my God, he's going to kill me for not remembering his name. I'm good at that. Not remembering names. Um, who came with tank? I don't know who Tank is. Oh. Tank is from the Matrix. He's the one who sees the Matrix. And no. The um, oh, Bob. Is it Bob? That came up with, with McGrady? I mean. What about from, Bob? What about Bob? Um, Bob, 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 Anyway, Bob, 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 Bob. the guys that came up from, from uh, South Carolina, they had guys down um, from the middle of the Charlotte guys came over. So it was, I really appreciate everybody that showed up. We had guys. Um, we had some guys out there who were just learning to hover. That was awesome. Or at least one guy, um, and he was actually he was out there flying. Um, couldn't convince him to play in the games, um, which is weird because we had a hovering game. It was all they were all both for the most part hovering games. Yeah. Um, they had a small raffle, and uh, you know, it was it was a really good time. I think you know we barbecued, hung out. I got to night fly, which was kind of fun um i found out i got some guys addicted to sous vide ribs there oh yeah yeah uh joel brought it up (laughs) oh (laughs) um so anyway i mean i i again i think everybody i mean the games were fun i think you know my local hobby shop i was sitting there just before the before going down there and he mentioned that game we called it chain gang. I don't know if that's really called what it's called, but basically what you do is you hang two chains from the bottom of the helicopter. One is shorter than the other one. You fly a course and you keep the long chain on the ground and don't, the goal is not to touch the short chain on the ground. So you've got a certain distance you fly between. Prove it. And, um, I'm sorry, what? I said, prove it. Prove what? (laughs) <laughs> you don't have the distance or what oh no i'm jump blind don't <laughs> worry about me right now i'm losing my mind but in front of a yeah computer. and then, then you flew the course and we did a like 290 degree turns and i think we agreed at the end that that was kind of simple but um you know we got some participation we didn't get as much as we thought we might but we got we got some good participation and then we also did lily pad which had more participation um and that got even a little crazy a couple of times when uh um, Scott decided to try to do rolls between each lily pad. Well, you know what's funnier is it almost beat his other time. Yeah. What does that mean? No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, but anyway, it was. I think it was a good time had by all, and uh, the guys in Goldsboro were really appreciative of everybody that showed up. And I think next year we'll do it a little different. Try to get people there. You know, get the word out sooner. Um, it would get us a little bigger crowd. Plus, no COVID would probably help a little bit also. But I was glad you guys came down. Shaggy, you should have driven down. Mike, you could have showed up. Just saying. Just saying. Things to do, man. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys. And uh, anyway, I think that's what I got. Things to do, man. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, sold weed every day. <laughs> got pounding on something every day. All right. Well, anyway, so again, thanks everybody for coming down to Modown. Was a blast. You guys always do that one up good. So I got to do that event. Um, Don't blame that on me now. No, I mean no, no, no. What I mean is that 
that group up there always those are those are always a good good time. Yeah, the crazy thing is, is I've got uh, three more trips planned <laughs> this year. Yeah, well, I know you're going this weekend, um, mm-hmm. and then we've got our CHO. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the other one? Uh, meet up with friends in Nashville. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm not going to that one either. I got the invite too, but I ain't going. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna take. I your bet b- that's a shocker to you. No, 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 no. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Not surprise. No, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm I'm really happy for the clubs who, uh, you know, decided to, to to push push forward with it and do it um, mm-hmm. because. These are outdoor. Yeah, I'm happy for the clubs who've really who've, who've figured out that you know you can do uh, fun flies with COVID, um, and you know outdoors is a safe place. Uh, mm-hmm. Sadly, as the year grows on, we're gonna you know all start running inside for winter. That's bound to become an issue. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna try and spend my winter outside, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Hey, one more thing. We got to think, or I got to thank Chad's wife for making chili for us Friday night. Oh yeah. Oh dude, we ate that. Uh, I'm sorry, we ate that stuff all weekend. It yeah. was awesome. I saw everyone getting little cups of it Saturday because I've been oh, in here. Oh man. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was venison chili, a be you know a, a venison based chili. There were no beans in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think. Just tell your wife she started something. That she won't be able to stop, probably. I saw that Chad liked our um, liked our show uh, yeah, recently, that's, that's, so maybe yeah, he'll cool. hear this or not. Yeah. Well, he's a few episodes behind, I think. But uh, hell, I'm a few episodes behind. <laughs> <You're> just behind. <laughs> uh, oh man. All uh, right, the only, I think the, we're only rambling. Other th- the only other thing I'm going to say is I've been listening to the podcast. You guys talking about competition. Y'all need to show up. <laughs> show up. That's the easiest thing to do. Show up. Apparently, it's the hardest thing to please, do. Please, please break all my biases and surprise me and show up. Break all your models? Oh, I can do that. No. <laughs> Hell, if, 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 if at a larger fun fly that has space and... Uh, if a larger fun fly that has space, we can we can take over our fly box and and do something like Gucci and I went and played with hovering, and I talked to him a bit about it. Like, just show up. I I, I canceled my competition this year one because it was uh, colliding with another fun fly, and everyone chose that over over mine, and I get it. Um, but then when I started talking about dates, it just became a not enough people are going to show up. Ain't nobody got time for that. Hell, even Shaggy wasn't going to show up. <laughs> no, I was. I was. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get that figured out for next right. year. Uh, My turn now. Are you kidding me? I hope. I. I uh. <laughs> My turn now. No. Yes. I guess. I want the mow down. I had fun. I did not desolder my motor bullet. <laughs> Everyone's thinking I desoldered it. I did not. 
Desoldered your brain, bro. Shut up. No, you did that. Shaggy's brain's not here, man. Please leave a number. Mike Parker will get back to you as soon as possible. So if you didn't unsolder it, what did you do? The motor, the wire broke. Motor wire, the wire, the motor wire broke on the motor side after the bullet. Right. Yeah. Um. And the motor went stop. I was doing big, powerful hurricanes with night blades, and oh yeah, that well, that was the end of it. I was doing these big, powerful um, or big, big, fast uh, hurricanes, and then when the motor just died, I had to flip up, flip up right and land, and luckily I did. And uh, yeah, Gucci took a picture of it, and um, my my ESC uh, the telemetry it read like six hundred and thirty four amps or six hundred thirty seven amps or something like that. That it, that it pulled, it didn't. But it just—it's funny. So he put it up there and it said, "Sherman has nothing against on me," <laughs> <laughs> or "I have nothing against on Sherman," or something like that. It's <laughs> just funny. Um, but overall, I'm not gonna really go like you know day for day on on the event. But um, it all started on third Friday. It rained. Okay, but uh, no, it was it was a lot of fun there. I actually. I got a lot of flights in on, on the logo. I got a handful on the Fireball, but no, that logo. And I got a few on the on the E7. Uh, Gucci let me try out his um, F3C Edge rotor blades, which I I didn't know Edge made a set of. I didn't know Edge made a set of F3C blades, and I kind of like them. I uh, I got a set right now. I'm still using. I'm gonna bring him, I'm gonna give them back to him at um, uh, Fall Pool Fest. But uh, I I actually do like them. They're pretty nice. Um, let's see. Had a lot of fun doing some uh, some tandems. Did some tandems with uh, not Scott Graham. Um, Traitor. Did a tandem. I did. A, I did a tandem with uh, Mike Lawrence. So close enough. And uh, we were representing for expert. So we got a video of it and put it up on the expert team team page. Wasn't yeah and, special. Uh, uh, yeah. Got some good videos of. Uh, Scott Graham crashing his Kraken and 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 uh, tan- while he was doing a tandem with uh, Josh Josh Goudreau and he crashed moments after. And there was there was warnings, there was signs saying don't don't be be cautious when when tandeming with Scott Graham. So, but one one thing that was very memor- memorable was meeting the planker in person. He actually gave me a gift. He gave me one of those uh, VFR uh, knee board. For when I go do full scale, which is like I'd never met the guy. He never met me, and he gave me a gift. It's like that's awesome. Now I feel like a dick for not getting him something. Yes, uh, Mike D got me uh, Archie McPhee Uh Oh Emergency Underpants. One pair fits most adults. Always ready to use, and it's a nice little can. Safe, sanitary, and secure. Yeah, and it's real. <laughs> yeah, um, I, it, it appears to be there in the can, wrapped in plastic. <laughs> it, it fits you perfectly. I'll have to use that for drive-through. <laughs> Driving through your so mom. You... Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, Monty and I went through a, dry, a Dairy Queen drive-through, and he did not yell. It's because I wanted food. <laughs> <laughs> no one was no one was pushing us 
Um, but one another memorable moment was uh, it was Saturday night. I did a small little recording for. Um, uh, let's see, it was Steve Yun was there, Kevin McGrady, Gucci, uh, a guy named Brandon Leggett, who's a listener of all our shows. And uh, did a little interview with them. The recording is going to go to either Heliheads or um, or Freefall. But uh, if you haven't heard, if you don't listen to Freefall, well, then you don't, haven't listened to the Planker segment of him using uh, McGrady. Because <laughs> McGrady just kept on, like, deep-throating the mic and yelling out balls the whole time. That was, uh, that was, that was a funny recording. Oh, wow. McGrady's new nickname, Deep Throat. <laughs> I'm gonna message him right, that right now. Um, I think that was probably my the the probably my favorite part of the event was just chatting with with all those guys and just just BSing you the know while recording. Of your event was balls. Oh gosh, I guess balls, it was. Maybe thanks to polish them and fondle them, make them nice and shiny. He likes to forge them. Uh, I'm about to make some canister Damascus out of ball bearings, if that helps. Nope. Okay. Uh, I did get some insane flights in the fireball where I nearly smashed, but didn't. But no one was watching a recording, so Boo. damn. <laughs> you did fly quite I was a bit. I did fly actually quite a bit. I had a lot of fun flying. It was mostly the logo, but uh, uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, another really good highlight was... Finally meeting Rich after, what, eight months? Yeah, it's, it was a long Something time. Something like man. that. It's been a very long time, yeah. and it's just good to see you again. It was even fun hanging out with you guys. It's been, it's been long enough where it was just... Yeah. It has. you know, And that's that's what I liked about this event was it was the first time I really met... I've flown... Or it's the first time I've really seen a lot of people other than... Like like Rob was saying, people at Urcha was mostly the Minnesota and Wisconsin guys and up north, while this one was more, you know... The Mid Atlantic. Yeah. Well, it was and and the guys that came down from Virginia, like Mike D. I got finally got to meet him face to face. That was pretty cool, you know. And seeing Steve and Kevin and those guys, that was cool. And you know what I mean? Um, guys that we talk to frequently but don't get to actually see face to face. Yeah. It's well, see, and we usually we see them all year long at, at mm-hmm. all these events. But since nothing has been going on, this is the first time since freaking February. Yeah. Unless you went to governors of New Jersey and New York didn't kill our friends. Exactly. And look, it's been what three weeks, and we're all still alive. We're not dead. Am Mm. I? My soul is dead. I thought there was something wrong with you this weekend. Speaking of which, it was funny. uh, The boys in Minnesota were posting up this weekend. Snow on the ground already. Lots of it. Oh, lucky bastard. Lucky. No, lucky. What the hell's Flying, wrong with you? Yeah. I love snow. Now, not me. There's a reason I moved south. I had to put jeans on this weekend, and that pissed me off. <laughs> I've worn. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've not worn a pair of shorts in over like eight years. Not since he was in the Boy Scouts. We need to call him Mr. White Legs. No, I wore jeans then. Well, if you if you'd have come with me to get the uh, protos, you would have seen Rich on August fifteenth. You would have for a few minutes. No, remember we wandered around trying to find a place that worked <laughs> in the middle of a rainstorm that cut all the fucking power out at that exit. Yeah, on, on almost all the gas stations. Yeah, we needed to. Yep. Tell you what, it was it. Well, uh, I was not gonna do it now, but it was that was pouring. It was raining. 
it was it was just a lot of fun. It was it was it was well worth. It was it was well needed. It was well needed to go out there and just spend time with people that you haven't seen in yeah. months. Because I didn't and get it, I, didn't, like I didn't get around as much as I thought because I was spending so much time talking to people that you know. You yeah. spend so much time talking. You go around. I didn't get around to choose me pictures I was going to. I didn't get to spend as much time with certain people that I was going to. Um, uh, it wouldn't have mattered if you got more pictures because it would have just taken you longer to get those up. Kiss my ass. Limbs. <laughs> kiss my limbs. Um, it's only so, been three weeks. What do you think this is? It's not a wedding. Uh, Bobby came down from Baltimore. Oh, yeah. 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 I, meant to, I was trying to say hi to him, but I didn't get a chance to say hi to him. Yeah. It no, was, I just said hi to him in passing. Afternoon. It was like I saw him, but it's like every time I wanted to say hi to him, I was already I was busy. Yeah, I saw him in the food line, and that was about it. Oh yeah, DePaulo hung out in the SAB camp the entire weekend like a fucking fanboy. Bro, Joe Reyes was like, "Come hang out," and I got free Asian food, so it was good. Yeah, fucking fanboy. I had to say, my yes whole to my whole show is full of traitors. <laughs> I'm not wearing any shirts. No, you bought the entire heli. Yeah, I didn't even and replace it. Everyone told me the XL Power likes to throw bolts out of it. So, you guys got anything more on the on the uh, two events? No. Yeah, if you if you got a planker or a planker friend, do not invite him out to a fun flight to fly his f***ing plane. Oh yeah, while you're trying to and flying in your box. Playing guys, I'm, I swear I'm about to buy a scatter gun just to start shooting holes through shit. <laughs> I should have brought I should have brought out my air cannon that shoots out golf balls and just loaded up with um, paintballs and stuff or, or <laughs> rocks. Dude, that thing's deadly. I swear, you throw like a bunch of rocks and shrapnel in there. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Well, you didn't have a jet guy telling him he could he could hover his jet longer than you could hover your helicopter. That jet, that jet, that jet sucks about as much as he does, <laughs> a lot. I was like, "Yeah, that- let me go get my gasser in a hover. That thing will sit there for fifteen minutes. Let's go." Yeah, I let me get I'm the like, cones in my gasser. We'll be all set. I think I'm at like thirteen in my fucking Diablo. Yeah, like, uh, how's your hovering going? Uh, yeah. Why are you over so quick? Oh, I said the first time you've heard that. Is it? <laughs> all right, yeah. let's move it on. Yeah, let's move it on. Yeah, that's All what right. she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Round two. Okay. Scooby, Scooby, Doo, where are you? Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, and just I'm gonna say it one more time. Show the f- up to competitions. Okay, close out. Check out the other great Heli podcast, Freefall RC podcast, the Helihead show, Skids Up RC Heli podcast, Inverted Down Under RC Heli podcast, and the and the Houdini RC Heli podcast. And the, yeah, and the Houdini RC Heli podcast. Dude, 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 you cannot do a Steve. Dude, you can't do, you do, like do that again? Faster, bitch. Check out the other great Heli podcast, Freefall RC podcast, the Heli Head show, Skids Up RC Heli podcast, Inverted Down Under RC Heli podcast, and the Houdini RC Heli podcast. On rerun is BKRC podcast, RC Heli Hooligans, Full Pitch RC podcast, and RC Heli Nation version 2.0. Please comment on iTunes and Podbean. Help others find the show. We enjoy reading the comments. Yeah, Upcoming- thanks for all of you guys that have done it. Yeah. Upcoming events okay. we are attending. Stop telling me to shut up, please. I don't know what he said. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Upcoming events we are attending. The Fall Heli Classic at Triple Creek RC in Riverview, Florida. October 24 and 25. 
Um, RCHO Fall Pull Fest Veterans Day Weekend, which is November. Uh, November 13, 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah, good catch. (laughs) What's that? Nothing. Good catch. Oh, well, years ago, I suggested those guys that they put their event on the Veterans Day weekend and they haven't, uh, divulged, they haven't diverged from that, which is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to see Eric Pounds actually posted a fit- picture of yourself flying again. Yeah. So, uh, see our 2020 Heli calendar spreadsheet in Google Drive. The link is at the bottom of this show in your favorite podcasting application, meaning scroll down, take a look, find some links. And um, remember, we are in Discord if you'd like to chat with us or other Heli buddies in real time. Or perhaps you'll find most of this guy's hanging out with Free Fall on Fridays. F***ing traitors. Um, <laughs> You've been on there. Uh, only to cause chaos. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's what everybody else is doing, too. So, Yep. It's a blast doing that with those guys on Fridays. Yep. Thank you to all the listeners. And I hope to see something from you either at the field, in email, in a in a review of the show, or somehow, some way. And you know the last thing I'll say? What? Send us an email your thoughts on prognostications for 2021. Uh-oh, it's that time of year again. <laughs> it's getting closer. Yes, it is. It's going to be interesting to see how far off we were this year. Yeah, you know, I think next year I'm going to be- prognosticate COVID 2.0. Um, oh, my God. Let's move this on. Hey. Say thank you. Get the fuck out. I don't care. Say goodbye. I did. All right, guys. Hey, I want to say thank all those guys again that showed up to Goldsboro, went out of their way. You guys that came from out of state, you're awesome. Thanks for coming. Uh, appreciate you guys all. Um, for all you guys like Shaggy that didn't show up, you missed a good time, but I know some of you guys couldn't just make it with the last moment. So, um, and Mike for that matter, that's Mike and Shaggy didn't bother to show up. I, I was, I wanted to, but I had to help my dad with stuff. Families first. I'm sorry. Shove him in the trunk. (laughs) You should have brought him with you. I, I, dude, I was trying. I was trying to convince him. Stop trying. All right. Just throw them in the right. trunk. Anyway, for all you guys that did show up, thank you. Skid clamps. Appreciate you guys showing up. Nipple clamps. Clamp. Right, say goodbye. Mike, say goodbye. Nipple clamps. Follow my please. See you later, folks. Shaggy, say goodbye. At the end, the end, the end, the end, the end, it's all, folks. Monty, say goodbye again. Where am I? Who am I? I don't know. Oh man! Good night, folks. We'll see you guys later. My name is Biden. Take it easy. Where am Bye. I? Bye. You're gone. Here? Shut up. You're just over. Kids. You can't do it. Uh, Where I'm are your kids? Recording. Are I'm you really recording. your kids? Where is that music coming from? Well, see you later. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode as we enjoyed taking the time to make them. If you have any questions regarding the show, such as future topics, events, or anything else, you can send us an email at telerotor at gmail.com or on Facebook, search Telerotor. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the field.
Welcome to the bloopers for this episode. We recommend you listen to them in private as the audio is loud and the subject matter a bit sophomoric. Enjoy. When I went to the, the menu system, the brain was there. You know, you hold the two sticks down, boom, the integration pops up. I was like, oh, shit, I can change this right now. I have to go to the computer. And I did. That's the, that's the funniest statement. You're going to have to prove. So you're going to have to provide some proof on uh, provide some proof on there, Rich. You said the brain is there. <laughs> did I lose you guys? Apparently, we're also yeah, rich. Right. He's still there, but he ain't there. Rich did not hear me, man. But, uh, I mean, now, telemetry, Am I that's there a now? whole different story. You're back? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, you know what I did? You Shit. muted yourself? You muted yourself. I muted myself. Yeah, that um, was the first useful thing you've done. Shit. <laughs> what, did I, what, did I, what did I say that I missed? What, what was the last thing you guys know. heard? Uh, I said, I said that's the first useful thing. Or I said, um, that's the first thing you need to prove when you said you got a brain there. Um. So oh. about the time you probably heard me interrupting you with that was when I was talking over top of you. Oh, I got you. So, yeah, now I don't remember what I said. It's on my record. No, it won't be on my recording because I muted myself. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whoopsie. Oh, well, but I mean, it, it was. I had to flip up, flip up right and land, and luckily I did. And Gucci had to take a picture of it and put it up on, 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 on the head. <laughs> Why? Can I finish these talking? You guys have been talking the whole time. I've been quiet. <laughs> you can keep talking because you can just mute my channel for all I care. Yeah, but that's hard. Oh my gosh, dude, I swear. Do I make you nervous, boy? <laughs> kind of, yes. <laughs> just a little stabby stabby. Anyway, okay. Bye. I'm still recording. I'm still recording. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. If you Olympics, you won't silence me. Fuck! Somebody <laughs> slap him. <laughs> oh my god! Did you slap him. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> this time I'm not censoring that, so you can go to town. Fuck! You're not editing it. All right. Show host chat. Show host chat. All right, are we done? Are we Fuck. stopping this recording? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Everything fucking came home drama in one piece. on the field. Goddamn plankers think they want to fucking fly during a heli fun fly. They can eat a fucking here, dick. Here we go. Goddamn fuckers. Fun fly. Fuck off. Take your plane somewhere else. <laughs> Where did that Why come from? Why don't you take out your plane up your ass? Jeez. Dude, there's way too much things up there. It's full parking. No vacancy. <laughs> yeah, just do four claps so we can match the four claps. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's right. Stand by. About that? Oh, I haven't started recording yet. Shit. There we go. Oh, I haven't recorded yet either. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> guys are... Damn. <laughs> that wouldn't have done a damn bit of good, would it? <laughs> no. Well, all, all right. right now, so yeah, you audacity. <laughs> all right. Goddamn audacity. You gotta start Mike hasn't recorded either. <laughs> so three of us were recording. He done. He done fell down. Jaggy's dead to us, man. <laughs>
<laughs> biscuits and gravy.